Welcome back to Roy on Rescue. Uh, we've got lots of questions to cover. I'm going to take one specifically right now. I'm hoping to get a couple of these out. Um, this one came in from a student who was asking about falls from a distance with a neck injury. But the problem and complication is that this person who is seemingly not moving and not breathing is also face down. So it's hard to be able to look, listen, and feel for breathing or to check for skin color because their face may be actually pointed towards the ground um, or they're in a lane in a position that's hard to assess. Um, this is a situation where we still are going to, from a layperson level, we're going to look for signs of life without touching the patient. So we're looking for movement. We're looking at the, the back or the torso of the body to move with breathing. We're looking for skin color. A lot of times their hands will be visible so you can still check for good skin color, good capillary refill, which would indicate they've got good circulation. You know, most people that fall out of a, out of a tree, um, fall from a ladder, unless they break their neck in a critical area and their central nervous system is then uh, completely destroyed and they die from that traumatic spinal shock, they tend to live fairly stable. Um, and then the other reason that they might not is because maybe they had a heart attack and that's why they fell. So it's kind of what came first, the chicken or the egg. So if you had a person who fell from a distance because they already had a critical life-threatening problem, that's when you may have a person who is already dead on the floor um, and not showing any signs of life. Uh, but for the most part, if someone just slips and falls off a ladder, they're going to be moaning, groaning, they're in pain. Could they be unconscious? Sure, from a head injury. Could they be unconscious from a spinal shock? Sure, absolutely. And in those cases, when they have a fall, a long fall is normally categorized as anything over six feet, or, or you can use kind of the measurement of their head if they were standing up anything taller than them. That's a long fall. That's a significant mechanism of injury, and we're going to activate 911. We're going to check for signs of life if we're a layperson, check for airway breathing circulation if we're a healthcare provider, and if they're unconscious, we call 911. If they're not breathing, we call 911. If we believe there's a circulation compromise or they're not breathing, this is now a life-threatening emergency where life over limb comes in. And even though the person may have a suspected neck injury because of the mechanism of the injury of falling from a distance, their life is hanging by a thread, and unless we resuscitate them with rescue breathing and, and circulation, it's pretty much going to be that they're, they're going to stay dead. So in this case, we try not to aggravate the injuries any more than we have to, and this applies to long bone injuries, arms, legs, you name it, skull fractures. You know, we normally wouldn't want to move anybody if they had this type of injury if we didn't have to. But when you look at the scale of bad days, no breathing, no pulse is a pretty bad day. And it can't get much worse from here except for staying permanently dead versus clinically dead and we can revive them. So we're going to roll the person onto their back. In the professional rescue realm, there are some specific ways of doing that. We don't have the, the ability to go through that necessarily right now today on this Royan Rescue um, because I have such a broad audience of learners. So I would say from a layperson Good Samaritan standpoint, what you can do is simply use the best technique you can without hurting yourself to not move the head and neck separately from each other. In other words, you wouldn't turn the, the head first and then the body. You kind of try to scoop underneath and roll both the body and the head and the neck all towards you and then lay them flat on their back. From that point, assess for signs of life or breathing. 
if they're not breathing, begin rescue breathing. Now here's something that's really critical too that really kind of blows minds, especially if you've been trained before in older forms or older curricula um, prior to 2005 when the cha last changes came out. Now remember too, a little side note, this is the year we get our new changes again. So we'll see what the Emergency Cardiac Care Subcommittee and the International Liaison Committee on Resuscitation say for best practices. We got 2011 changes coming, 2010 changes, so we'll see what the, the standard of care is. But still today, September 24th, 2010, we are still going to try to um, roll the person over as carefully as possible try to put two rescue breaths into their lungs. If the breaths do not go in, we are going to reposition the head and try to get them in a head tilt, chin lift uh, position so that we can attempt to give two rescue breaths. If that positional head and neck, once tilted back, allows the breath in, of course, we're, we're really not wanting to aggravate this potential neck injury. But if we don't tilt the head and neck back, we're not going to get any air in anyways. So you kind of are trying to pick the lesser of two evils here. Um, we're going to tilt the head back. That is the standard of care so that you can get air in. If the air goes in, no signs of movement or life, we're going to start CPR compressions. And we're going to continue rescue breaths and CPR compressions until EMS arrives, emergency medical services. I hope this was helpful. Um, it's a life over limb. So if the person was alive and talking to you, we would not move the patient. We would try to make sure they're as comfortable as possible in the position found, activate EMS, emergency medical services, or 911, and wait for help to arrive. If the person is not breathing, does not have a pulse, and they're laying face down and we suspect a neck injury, we're going to have to roll the person over so that we can give good rescue breathing and cardiac compressions regardless of their potential neck injury in the life over limb philosophy. So, from Roy and Rescue, good question. Keep them coming. I'll talk to you real soon. Go forth and rescue and have a great day. Bye-bye.